we put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Night. Stan, what, what do you make about this revelation that there's these bio labs in a war zone that Putin's closing in on? Well, outside of the obvious, I mean, we've just been through a pandemic, this thing, you know, you might have heard of it, this COVID-19 thing. So, uh, I mean, you're like, oh, well, so well, there's a potential bio research facility, as Victoria Newland called it, that they're concerned about um, in Ukraine that's dealing with BSL-3 pathogens. That sounds like, um, you know, kind of a big deal to me. Um, that's the obvious story. Who's got a hold of these? Are they destroying these, uh, these samples right now? Apparently, they have a what's called, I learned this word today, a depositarium, where they have a pathogen collection there. Well, what's in the collection? I, I promise you it's not, you know, samples of Lysol. It's probably pathogens. Uh, you know, again, an area of obvious concern. But the, the real story I see here, Jesse, is, is there's a bigger story here. And, uh, and not to kind of try to wax philosophical here, but, you know, we're in this real crisis of truth here right now in America. We are. Um, people who are supposed to, de supposed to be uh, nonpartisan, trusted arbiters of truth, the media, fact checkers, I mean, their name are, is fact checkers. Like, you literally have one job. Um, they, they're actually doing the opposite now. They reported just a week, a week and a half ago, that this story about these bio research facilities in Ukraine was a conspiracy theory. You had Snopes reporting on it, USA Today. You know, USA Today, formerly a respected newspaper until they get into fact checking. Um, now we're at the point where when USA Today and Snopes fact check it and say it's like a hoax and this is a conspiracy theory or imply as much, 
You almost know it's true. So the problem we're having in America right now is because you can't trust the government. You can't trust bureaucrats anymore, Fauci and the CDC. You can't trust fact checkers and you can't trust the media. We have this hole in the sand and it's filled by basically anything and any place that can fill it in with something that even sounds tenable or rational. That, that, that's the problem. And, and the fact that the media, Jesse, doesn't understand this and the fact-checking community and the leftist censorship community is so bizarre to me. They keep whining and griping and moaning like little kids. And you need to shut your mouth and look at what's going on. There's a misinformation crisis because you created it. People, think about this. My, my last point on this, right? People trust the three-card Monty guy from 1982 Times Square more than they trust the media or fact-checkers. And then you don't sense that that's a problem? This story was real. Yet the fact-checkers, who had no special access to information at all, came out last week and said, no, 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 no. Uh, that's a bad story for the Biden administration. Obama may have been involved in this. So that's a hoax. And you're banned from Facebook if you put it up. And you wonder why we are where we are right now with the information crisis in the country. We had our team at primetime just research it, and we found it was on some Senate <laughs> right. websites. We found uh, yeah. Barack Obama on camera talking yes. about... Hold what? on. Yeah. I want to show you this. Yeah. This took me two seconds. Yeah. Yes. You and I, you and I, Jesse, we have special, we have a special internet just for me and you, right? This took me two <laughs> seconds doing my show this morning. Here's an here's my iPhone. Here's what the article. Washington Post, 2005. U.S. to aid Ukraine in countering bioweapons. That, that, as long <laughs> as it took me to type bioweapons Ukraine, that's the Washington Post, 2005. Uh, yet the fact checker said it's a conspiracy theory. Here, right here. Right. <laughs> One lab to receive. They even has the name of the lab. The I.I. Menshikov Anti-Plague Scientific and Research Institute. Yet, yeah, the USA Today Snopes. Nah, big conspiracy theory. Like you said, all you had to do was go to that the, the, the magic interweb, and you could have seen that this wasn't, in fact, a conspiracy theory. Hey, I know I don't get it wrong. One more quick thing. Folks, we deserve the truth here, okay? If there is a bioweapons facility in Ukraine, and we don't know that's what they were doing at all, but if there is, it doesn't make Vladimir Putin a saint. The guy's still a global terrorist. It doesn't change what he did. But it does change the risk calculus, does it not? And I think the American people shouldn't be lied to again. I think you should tell us the damn truth. This is consent of the governed. It's our country. You Amen. This is consent of the governed, and this is our country. And folks, yesterday's conspiracy theories are today's breaking news headlines in America in 2022, it seems like. But I will say it is nice to finally have Fox News catch up to the little guy. It's finally nice to have the big guys like Fox News, Dan Bongino, Jesse Waters, Tucker Carlson. First of all, I want to say a big shout out to Jesse Waters, Dan Bongino, and Tucker Carlson. Now, I know just two days ago I was telling you, Tucker, why did you apologize? Because if you stand by what you say, then stand by it. And yesterday, I was very, very happy to see that Tucker Carlson actually opened up his nightly show with everything that we have been talking about since February 28th and opened up his nightly show definitely with everything that we were talking about and showed last night. So my question to you is why is Live from America beating the big guys to the punch with no corporate headquarters, 
with no resources to have reporters out on the ground. Why is that possible? And if you agree that it has been being done more and more lately, that we've been beating them to the punch, you have to ask yourself, why do these guys have multi-billion dollar companies and have multi-million dollar budgets, but yet the little guys, all of us here on Life from America, we're beating them. How is that possible? And are you getting the biggest return on your investment for continuing to watch the big people again? Shout out to them for finally coming around. I wish they would do the same thing about the November 3rd election. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is a blessing and an honor to be here with you guys every single day and to get you the news. And to get you the news, which is exactly what you've been getting here on Live from America. It's crazy that all of these years we, we, we have either been, be, been lied to or we've been basically getting regurgitated information that all of us could have gotten all along the, time, all along the, uh, the way anyways. But I will, I, I was so happy. I started getting text messages last night from people who watched the show and they were saying things like, are you watching Tucker? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't watch the news at all. And they're like, Tucker's saying pretty much for verbatim, basically everything that you were saying last night. And I still didn't go over to it, but I was like, wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. It lets us know that we're doing our job here. That's all. And that's why I opened up with such a long, cold open this morning to show you that it's finally nice that the world is coming around. We'll just say it that, okay? We'll just say it like that. I'd like to give a big uh, shout out to um, Susan. Hopefully I say your name right. Susan uh, Scalcioni. For the donation, Deborah Henson, God bless you for the note and the donation. Jerry Treselt, thank you very much. Um, left your church of 40 years because of pastors' woke comments about vaccinations and needing vaccinations to participate in the choir. Big shout out to you, Jerry, uh, for, for doing that and for having the courage to do that. Also like to let you know that I will be making a round of phone calls this afternoon. It's been a hectic week here at Live from America. I will be making a round of phone calls this afternoon. Uh, Lisa, I will be calling you back as well. And your Slurp Fund donation has already been sent out and is in the mail to you. So God bless you. And thank you guys all for helping so many people out here with the Slurp Fund, guys. The Slurp fund has been a blessing because we are totally totally on track to, to not only meeting but beating that forty thousand dollar goal that we had at the beginning of the year and folks don't forget we got to spread joy in 2022 pick up your joy shirt on live from america uh jeremyherald.com if you haven't got one let the world know we're spreading joy let's do some shout outs scotty how you doing my friend good to see you this morning uh, what did Tucker apologize for? Tucker apologized for uh, basically uh, saying comments that alluded that he supported Russia and not the Ukraine. And he had good reason to say that. So I don't think he should apologize for that. Now, if he had said something that turned out to be false, yes, apologize all day long. But never apologize for your true feelings and your true opinions, ever. Thank you guys for the Rumble Rants coming in. You guys don't know how much, uh, how much they help. Jeremy, do you need help with anything? Call me. No, we're, 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 we're really 
tightening things up here on Life from America, and we have a really good work at work uh, environment and a good work strategy, and everybody has a has a job to do every minute of every day. So we're doing really well. It's pretty much myself, my kids when they can help out, our producer, and of course my wife. So thank you all. I appreciate it. Um, Rival, how you doing? Term limits? Yes, you are correct. We need term limits more than anything. And let's jump over to Getter real quick. We've got. Uh, Wow, I see the LFA producer engaging over there on live on Getter as well. Um, Jeremy, you have God's wisdom. Wisdom is in the Bible 222 times, and I thank God for that. And I pray for that before every show. Snapdragons is in the building. How you doing? Benny Clow Music is in the building. Amanda Collins, good to see you. Ted Cruz is riding with the convoy today. I heard that. I heard that. Boy, it's really nice when our politicians start listening to us, isn't it? It feels good, doesn't it? Folks, let's go to the Lord this morning. Let's get to the morning newsletter, which I titled Faith is Action and Action is Faith. Good morning. It's Thursday, everybody. What a week of good news and truth, huh? I know there's a lot of back and forth out there in the news, and it's hard to know who to trust and who not, excuse me, and who not to trust. There is even competing stories on the same news network. Because you've got Tucker exposing and telling you everything that I've been saying. And then right after that, you got Sean Hannity coming up and saying anybody that talks about the biolabs is a Russian sympathizer. So I understand there's even competing news coming from the same network. But what we do know for sure is that we can trust in God. Amen. You don't need to trust me. You don't need to trust Tucker, Sean. You don't need to trust Laura Ingram. You don't need to trust Steve Bannon. You can trust in God and, and the truth will find its way to your heart. So let's do that today, shall we? Let's trust in God as we, say, as we talk about the verse of the day, which comes from James 2, 14 through 17. James 2, 14 through 17. If you're looking for James, it's towards the end of the Bible before Revelations. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone suppose you see a brother or a sister who has no food and no clothing and you say to them goodbye and have a good day stay warm and eat well but then you don't give that person any food or any clothing what good does that do so you see faith by itself isn't enough unless you produce good deeds it is dead and useless Faith is action. Faith moves. It isn't neutral or non-committal. Many use belief and faith interchangeably, but that isn't a true exchange at all. Faith and belief, while often connected to each other, are far from being the same. We can believe in something and remain unengaged regarding that belief. That isn't so with faith. Faith is engagement. Belief can watch from the bleachers while faith is already in the game. The tough question we all need to ask ourselves is, do we merely believe in the truth of Christ or are we defined by our faith in him? So let's all ask God to reveal true faith to us every single day and to keep us on his path of salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, my favorite part of the show, go ahead and remove your hat if you are wearing one. If you don't have a hat and you have a toupee, you don't have to worry about removing that. You don't want everybody to see what's underneath. But let's all give honor and glory to God at one time. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And I want you all to remember one thing, too. We cannot truly drain the swamp and take this country back unless we are willing to admit the evil acts of our own elected officials until we are able to look ourselves in the mirror, not you specifically, not you individually, but you as a whole, as a whole United States If we really truly want to change America and make it great again and put America first and see the best is yet to come, then that is always going to um, basically encompass you doing that, you getting up and saying that, you announcing to the world, look, I know our elected officials have done some pretty bad things, but that is not us, and we are going to change that in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? Let's start. With the first and foremost section of the day, put your cups up. I need some fuel because I'm about to go in on it today. It's going to be one of those good shows, but I might be a little bit fired up. Here we go. Big shout out to all of you who have been sharing and donating as well. And if you can't donate, then do us the kind favor of sharing. It's just as good because it gets the gospel out. It gets the truth out. It gets some laughter out. It gets some positivity out. And it makes a change. For somebody's day, Biden's team is in full crisis mode at the moment with this biolab slash possible bioweapon research facility pesky crap. I'm sure they're like, oh, why is this happening? So much to the point where they have created such a nightmare for the third party fact checkers that Dan Bongino was talking about in the cold open because now they might have to flag one of the two stories that are coming out from the same illegitimate and illegal regime currently occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. On one hand, you've got Victoria Newland, part of the Biden regime, coming out under oath while being questioned by Rhino Marco Rubio about the biolabs and admitted that they exist and admitted that they are there and funded by the United States government. And then at the same time, her and Marco Rubio were in this little scheme together to delegitimize what they really are and to say that they're just research labs. But if a biochemical weapon uh, attack happens anywhere, then definitely it was the Russians who took our research and turned it into a weapon. They were talking about that before anybody was even talking about bioweapons, just biolabs. They were afraid already. So on one hand, you've got Biden regime um, officials saying that they do exist. And then one day later, not even a full 24 hours later, you have Little Red Lying Hood, Psycho Jen Psaki, 
coming out and saying the exact opposite just 24 hours later. So my question is, are the fact checkers going to go after Jen Psaki or are the fact checkers going to go after Victoria Newland? Because somebody's not telling the truth here, folks. Somebody isn't telling the truth here. And I think that we should go look at, look at, there they are. Tale of the two stories. Little Red Lying Hood versus Victoria Newland. I think, ladies and gentlemen, all of us, whoever watches this video today, whoever's watching this show currently, I think we should all go to Psycho Jen Psaki's Twitter and her YouTube posts where she is talking about, or her YouTube videos, I should say, where she is talking about that's a lie and that's misinformation, and we should flag it as misleading and dangerous information because that's exactly what's happening here. One of the two is lying. So which is it? Are there, biologi- are there biological research labs in Ukraine or not? The Biden gang admitted to the existence of the labs on Tuesday, but then changed their story on Wednesday. So which is it? Which one of them is lying? Here's, um, here's little red lying hood. We took note of Russia's false claims about alleged U.S. biological weapons labs and chemical weapons developments in Ukraine. We've also seen Chinese officials echo these same conspiracy theories, says Little Red Lying Hood. Let's continue with her little Twitter posts that we should all go flag as misinformation. This this is all an obvious ploy, she says, by Russia to try to justify its further premeditated, unprovoked, and unjustified, she says, attack on Ukraine. And she says, now that Russia has made these false claims and China has seemingly endorsed this propaganda, we should all be on the lookout for Russia to possibly use chemical or biological weapons in Ukraine or to create a false flag operation using them. It's a clear pattern. Oh, you're right, little red lying hood. It definitely is a clear pattern. It's a clear pattern of Democrats and Republican elected officials in the United States of America that think by being the world's police that they are also the world's God. And they are not. They are merely men and women. Barely that. Or them or they. Either way, they have zero morals. They have a zero zero ethics. And they don't care about the people they serve. They only care about money and power. And that goes for a good 80% of the elected officials in our nation's capital. So which one is it? Are the fact checkers going to have to fact check Psycho Jen Psaki, Little Miss, uh, Little Red Lying Hood? Or are they going to have to uh, flag Victoria Newland? Because somebody isn't telling the truth here. You have two very conflicting, uh, conflicted stories coming from the same regime, what do you do? So I urge all of you to go and report both Victoria and Little Red Lying Hood statements to whatever platform they're on and label them as very dangerous and misleading. And now I want to read you a headline coming from the Gateway Pundit of all people who I love very much, but they said, Tucker Carlson exposed the biolabs and the fake fact-checking by U.S. News during his discussion topic on the State Department released a lawyerly note that was unsolicited. Unsolicited. Tucker didn't break that. I love how all of these companies think that these larger companies are actually breaking news. They're not doing anything but echoing what they see during the day on the Internet. 
Folks, I'm look, I look at it this way. All boats rise. You don't need to give Life from America the credit, but don't give the credit to the people who jumped on the bandwagon and were afraid to report on it and apologized for looking like sympathizers. That's the way, that's, that's where I am. But which one is going to get the false, uh, the, the, um, which one is going to get the false label? Which one is going to get the misinformation? Because they're lying and, and they lied one day apart. Pretty much, uh, pretty much proof is right there in the pudding. Somebody has to get a flag. Somebody has to get flagged. Our job is to go in and report it. Anyway, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, Ron DeSantis, America's governor, constantly is crushing lying fake news reporters, same way Donald Trump did, but in a more controlled manner. Donald Trump is more like me, just shoots from the hip, where Ron DeSantis is very, very matter of fact when he dismantles a fake news reporter. Now, you all know about this don't say gay bill. If you don't know about it, let me, I talked about it the other day, but let me please encompass it and let me bring it to you from a 5,000 foot overview. Ron DeSantis and the Florida legislation has decided that they are no longer going to allow first uh, kindergarten, first, second, and third graders to talk about sex. It's not appropriate for school systems, public school systems, to be teaching kids at that age anything about sex. Nothing about being gay, nothing about being straight, just sex in general. That is what the bill reads. And of course, you go back to the video that I showed you the other day where, where Ron DeSantis cut the reporter off and he said, did you even read the bill? Did you even read the bill? And of course, the reporter's like, no, I'm... Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has gotten so out of hand This has gotten so out of hand, and the Democrats have done this and literally put out, published a a, a narrative that is a complete lie. Nowhere in this bill does it say, don't say gay. But it has become such a big fight for Ron DeSantis right now, and it's not even real. It's not even a real thing. I mean, at least if the Democrats usually lie, they they take something that, that already exists and they say, you shouldn't talk about it like that, or you shouldn't think about it like that, or you should rephrase it. This time, they're just straight out lying, making up something that's not even true, and it's caused Disney to want to have to sit down with Governor Ron DeSantis so that they can come to some kind of agreement that he shouldn't say, don't say gay, which is, it isn't even what it says. Let me read this, and then let me show you a very disturbing video. Please share the video. For starters, there's no such thing as a don't say gay bill in Florida. It's not even in there anywhere that says that. The Florida Senate this week, Voted 22 to 17 to pass HB 1557. If you need to look up HB 1557, anybody that has a computer could look it up. Okay? A measure that forbids instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity to children in grades pre-K through grade 3. I think everybody in the world would agree on that, except the lefty. Of course, they want children having sex when they're right out of the mother's womb. And they don't even believe their children then. Lefty demons are screeching all over the place about this bill designed to protect children ages four to seven from dangerous adults who think it's okay to talk to children about inappropriate sexual content. This is called grooming, ladies and gentlemen. Those are groomers. They are grooming these children to grow up and be what I'm about to show you in this next video. But first, the media stenographers are once again echoing Democrats, by labeling HB 1557, 
uh, parental rights in education bill, a don't say gay bill. The word gay doesn't even appear once in the legislation. Not even once. That's how crazy this is. Hysterical Florida Democrats released a cringe video of people saying the word gay to oppose the parental rights education bill that doesn't even use the word gay. These people are so stuck on stupid, it isn't even funny. Don't say gay, so we'll say gay. (laughs) Here you go. I can't even, there's nothing I can even say. Don't say it. Don't say it. Gay. I said it. Gay. 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 I'm going to say it. Gay. What do we know about Marlon Bundo? That he's gay. 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 Homosexual. Homosexual. Gay. 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 Gay, gay, gay. Gay! Trans. Gay. 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 Give me a kiss. Mwah. Gay! <laughs> gay, gay, yay. I don't know. Maybe we'll go down by the bay. Maybe have some hay. What do you say? Gay. (laughs) What a stupid, cringy, weirdo video that has nothing to do with with, with the House Bill 1557 in Florida. Nothing to even do with it. Yay. (laughs) That's the dumbest thing I have ever seen. In my entire life. But ladies and gentlemen, it has prompted Disney to want to have a sit down with Governor Ron DeSantis about the don't say gay bill that doesn't say gay <laughs> at all in it. Ron DeSantis press secretary, Christina Pushaw, confirms the Disney call. She says this is the first time that we have heard from Disney regarding HB 1557. The governor did take the call from Mr. Chapik. The governor's position has not changed. No in-person meeting has been scheduled yet. Disney put this out. Governor Ron DeSantis has always been open to hearing from Floridians and having conversations about legislation. Okay? But this time, we've heard no discussions back, basically accusing him of not even reaching out to them. And Ron DeSantis' office said, look, this is the first time we've even heard from them. So I don't know where they've been. I mean, Disney's pretty big. You know what I mean? They can reach out to anybody they want at any time. Disney contacted our office today to speak with the governor. This is the first time we've heard anything from Disney regarding 1557. Disney is a family-friendly company that creates wholesome entertainment for kids. The same Florida parents who take their families to Disney also support parental rights in education because they do not want their young children exposed to inappropriate content about sex and gender theory at school. This should not be controversial. 
leave our children alone. How many times do we have to say that? I think I even have a, uh, there it is right there. Go ahead. Hey, teacher, leave the kids alone. Leave the kids alone. Teach them math, not how to put a condom on a banana and put videos online that go, gay, 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 yay. Who cares? Go to school. Do some work. Get some good grades so you can get into college and maybe make something of yourself and not walk around with your hand out saying, oh, everybody owes me because everybody's offended me and everybody owes me something. And by the way, my name is not Jeremy. My name is Laser, and I am a they, them, and you have to accept that. No, I don't have to accept anything. You have to accept the fact that I want you out of my face because I don't want to hear your lying crap, your liberal agenda, your progressive unicorn agenda any longer. You do you, I'll do me, have a nice day. In the meantime, leave our kids alone. Amen? Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you've seen this yesterday, but Steve Bannon went on a warpath. I don't know if I've seen Steve Bannon as mad as I've seen him over this whole Tina Peters thing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you remember during Frank Speech's $5 million giveaway um, event where they were having anybody come and debunk all the information that Mike Lindell had, well, Tina Peters from Colorado has actually been arrested and her bail set so high that, that uh, the Colorado judge doesn't want her to get out of jail. And what is she arrested for? What is she arraigned for? What was she indicted for? Why is she even in jail? Because when you go against Democrats in this country, they will find a way to ruin your life, which I'm surprised I'm still even where I am. I'm surprised I'm still where I am. But poor Tina Peters, they really screwed her over really good. Let's, let's read the story before we play the video, okay? Steve Bannon snapped and called for a crusade after Gold Star mom Tina Peters was jailed with a half a million dollar cash only bail. Half a million. Half a million. Mesa County clerk Tina Peters was indicted on several counts Tuesday. Now, remember, they broke into her office. They broke into her office and stole her equipment that she was responsible for elected by the people. Not the other way around. You would think she broke into their office. On Wednesday, she turned herself in around 4 p.m., according to the Mesa County Sheriff's uh, Office. Bannon learned live during his show that, th- that uh, they threw his si- this 66-year-old Gold Star mom in jail. She was not released because they set the insanely high bail at $500,000 cash. Now, this isn't typical bail for somebody who's arrested for something like this. Ever. Ever. And here you got people that are murdering people, BLM terrorists, who are murdering people, creating hoaxes that cause people harm, and they can get out for nothing. The radical judge ordered a cash-only bail, which is typically used for high-flight risks. Peters has to pay the full amount to be released. Tina has never broken a law in her life. She was an elected official, and her bail hearing is set for this morning. Now, on Bannon's show on Frank's speech on Lindell TV, he had this to say about it. I want to play this for you in case you haven't seen it. Name on the line, put everything on the line, tens of millions of dollars. They're trying to rip his face off, debank him, everything. Mike Lindell, Mike, 
Uh, Gold, you've heard it. Gableman, you know more about the situation up there. You've seen the yeah. captain. You know what's going on. And Tina Peters, a gold star mother today, indicted, I think, seven felonies, ten counts. Walk the audience through what's happening, sir. Well, first, I want to I want to congratulate you, Steve, on your new show here. Um, and I want to tell everybody, use the promo code Bannon to get the best specials ever at my pillow, better than any specials you're going to see out there. Uh, the Giza Sheets, as low as uh, $49.99 for the uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Mike, always for selling. The set. And, they, uh, and that's with a free gift. Just want to throw that in there for you, Steve. It's a great new show. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to walk, I'm going to go through a couple things here. One is with Gableman, everybody, I talked to Robin Voss the other night for an hour and a half. Uh, he listened to me, but did he really listen? Then the, then our great president, Donald Trump, put a, 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 um, one of his letters out to, hey, you need to keep these guys in session and get Wisconsin decertified. And I said to Robin Voss, Steve, I said, why, you know, why would you not keep them in and get this decertified? And he said, Mike, until we get a Republican governor, we're, we got our hands tied. And I go, that's rubbish. I said, you don't need, you're never going to, if, if this, if they have their way again and you still have machines, you're, you're never getting a Republican governor unless it's corrupt Republican governor. So I had a kind of, I had a talk with him. I encourage everybody to keep reaching out to Robin Voss, decertify Arizona. I mean, uh, well, Arizona too, decertify Wisconsin. Steve, a little side note on Wisconsin. We are doing a preliminary injunction under Section 1983 lawsuit. You guys are hearing it here for the first time on, on Steve's show here. It's in violation of the Constitution rights to vote. Uh, this will be the relief is getting rid of all the machines, including and but not limited to Dominion and any electronic polling books in Wisconsin, completely eliminated. So that's coming. That's coming soon, very soon. We're doing. Minnesota, Alabama, Wisconsin, Arizona, and Louisiana, all at the same time. So yes, Jeff Landry, I'll be coming to your state soon. Um, the big news of the day, Steve, is Tina Peters. Uh, I got noticed this morning, all the media has been calling me, Mike, there's a $500,000 bail, bail, cash bail, Steve. I talked to the lawyers in Mesa County. They've been lawyers there for decades. They said, in the history of Mesa County, Maybe the United States, never have they ever seen a bail like this unless you were a murderer. It's uh, this is a, like I've been telling the media, Steve, this is a complete hit job. It's all, it's all trumped up charges. They're doing it to attack because they're afraid that they're covering up the Jenna Griswold, the Secretary of State and Dominion, the crimes against our country that they deleted the 2020 election. And uh, we have proof of it all. That's all come out in report one and two. Report three will be coming out soon. Tina is in jail right now. Um, but she, um, they'll have a bail hearing tomorrow morning. We have a judge. The judge that put this bail so high, Steve, is Judge Gretchen Larson. Shame on you, Gretchen Larson. Um, you can, uh, we're gonna have her, I don't know if we have her number, but we're gonna have it up in my show coming up next. We're going to put her phone number up there. Everyone could call out and leave a recording and voice your opinion. Why would you set this? Um, Tina, Tina Peters is a gold star mother. She has never broken a law in her life. She's never hold, spent one minute it. in jail. Hold it. Hang on. So after that, Steve starts getting really, really upset, and, and rightfully so. 
This, this lady did everything right by the people that elected her. And Jenna Griswold and the Secretary of State's office and the judges and all of these officials that want to lock her up are all Democrat left-wing hacks. And they want to, they want to make an example of Mike Lindell. They want to make an example of Tina Peters. They want to make an example of Steve Bannon. They want to make an example of Roger Stone. They continue to try to make an example of Jeremy Harrell. They will continue to make examples of people and say, look what happens when you mess with us. This is what we do. I cannot wait for the day that so many of us can stand up together side by side and look at them in the eye and say, look what happens when you mess with us. Because that day is coming. I don't know how it's coming. I don't know when it's coming. I don't know where it's coming. But I can promise you people like Steve Bannon, Mike Lindell, Jeremy Harrell, the Life from America family, the War Room, and many other people are going to stand shoulder to shoulder and say, now look what happens when you mess with us. Because we don't play your crybaby games forever. And sooner or later, daddy and mommy are going to get home and take off the belt. And every one of you crybaby little lefties are going to run for the hills. Because you have nowhere else to go. You've burned all bridges. Nobody likes you. Nobody trusts you. You will have nowhere to go. You won't be able to run back to your little mansions. You won't be able to run back to your $12,000 ice cream. You won't be able to run back to your yachts while you're screaming, climate change, climate change, climate change. Those days are coming to a close really quick. Really quick. Mark my words and read my lips from a patriot who will never give in to your crap. I don't know why Mike Lindell just doesn't cut her a $500,000 check. He's a billionaire. But maybe he doesn't want to give that money to the state because he knows that's where ultimately it will end up. Who knows? I don't know. Long story short, Tina Peters, there's definitely places out there where we can donate to help her out. Um, if somebody wants to put those up in the chat, I would appreciate it. Here we go. Moving on. He spoke about Justice Michael Gableman. Well, folks, we do have some good news coming out of Wisconsin. As former Wisconsin Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman, who still has yet to come on live from America, but he is coming on, has signed a contract, get this, to extend his 2020 election invest investigation until April 30th, 2022. This is good news. The uh, Wisconsin Republican Assembly Speaker signed a new contract Tuesday with Michael Gableman. Do you think it's because he got pressured by Trump? Because why would he, why would he extend this investigation? Um, signed a new contract with Michael Gableman, the former state Supreme Court justice he hired to investigate the 2020 election, extending his review through the end of April. The extension comes after the original ex uh, contract expired December 31st, and a week after Gableman delivered a widely planned report that called for the legislature to take a serious look at decertifying resident Joe Biden's win in the battleground state. It also comes the same day that the judge ordered the release of 700 pages of documents under the state's open records law, which he said do not support conclusions made in Gableman's latest report or that there has been much of the or or excuse me, or that there has been much of an investigation at all. Assembly Speaker uh, Robin Voss, who hired Gableman and extended his contract, told the AP that the emphasis going forward is on resolving the pending litigation and supplementing the report that was submitted last week. But you notice that Robin Voss never says anything about decertification ever because that's not Robin Voss's goal. Robin Voss's goal here is to play both sides of the fence 
and he will jump on each side, whatever side he he uh, that uh, that wins. That's what Robin Voss is doing. Robin Voss is making the Republicans of Wisconsin believe that he's actually doing something by allowing Michael Gableman to do an investigation. However, when Michael Gableman brings him the results of the investigation, Robin Voss just wants to sit there with his thumb up his butt and, and spin and do nothing and say, well, you know, our goal here is to have secure elections. Well, no crap. No crap. Good job, Sherlock. What a loser that guy is. Speaking of losers, I don't know if you guys all caught this yesterday, but uh, Pfizer has now been dropped from the New York Stock Exchange because of a massive drop in the price of their stocks. They lost billions of dollars yesterday. You got to ask yourself why. Why would Pfizer all of a sudden just be dropped from the United States, uh, the New York Stock Exchange? Why? And it wasn't only Pfizer. It was also um, Pfizer, Exxon, and Raytheon all got dropped by the New York Stock Exchange because the amount, the, uh, the, the, um, the value of their stock dropped. The bottom dropped out of it, and they are no longer being traded on the public stock exchange. Why? Because Pfizer already made their billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars, and COVID is over. If COVID wasn't over, then Pfizer would not have been dropped by the New York Stock Exchange. What lets you know that COVID is over is that their stock dropped so far that it went down below the minimum that you should even have to be on the stock exchange. And that's one of the reasons why they got booted. The other reasons is they know that, they're, uh, that it's not coming back. They're done. They're over. COVID is done. So I don't care what your state says. I don't care what your governor says. I don't care what the health professionals say. I don't care what Tony the Ratface Fauci or any of those other losers in the federal government say. The fact, the proof is in the pudding. And when it comes down to money, and we follow money, and you're kicked off the stock exchange because nobody's buying your crap anymore, that lets you know that COVID is over. So bye-bye Pfizer off the New York Stock Exchange. Bye-bye Exxon. And bye-bye Raytheon. See you later. See you later. Don't we have some music to play for that? I think we do. Here we go. See you later. Don't let the door hit you. Now, folks, speaking of value and speaking of money and speaking of economy, I know every single person watching this show right now and who will watch it later by all of your shares will tell you that they feel the economy right now. There are, we, I got, I don't know how many emails I got in the last couple days that said, you know what? I love your show. I've loved to be a supporter of your show, but I just can't support you anymore right now because times are tough. I get that. I get that. And it's going to go across the board. We're going to see a big drop here in life from America and, and, and people that don't have money around the country are going to see a, a big hurt right now too. Everybody's tightening up. I get it. We all feel that hurt. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, February inflation is now at 8%. Do you know what it was when Donald Trump left and resident Biden illegally and illegitimately took over 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? It was at 1.4%. Inflation was at 1.4%. And in one year, it is now up to 8%. And I guarantee you it's a lot higher than that. I'll guarantee you that it's a lot higher than that. But either way, this is not good news for us because it's like the captain of a plane having a heart attack. The biggest factor... Included gas, food, and shelter. Everything you need to live. This is huge, folks. This is not good. This is not good for Biden and it's not good for America, but I'll tell you who it is good for. Trump. It's good for Donald Trump. Now, I want to play you a video of CNN trying to lie, as usual, 
uh, CNN trying to lie and tell you that the gas prices are not because of Biden. And as a matter of fact, their proof that the gas prices being so high are not Biden's fault is to show you a graph, a fact, to tell you that the United States of America is the largest energy producer in the world. So basically, how could it be Biden's fault? But watch where their trickery is. Watch where their fake news is. Check this out. A lot of misinformation going around. It's critical to understand that no one person or entity is in control of the price of gas. It's tethered to the price of oil, which is controlled by a variety of factors. The United States has been the world's top oil producer. Boom. Let's stop that right there. Stop it. World's top oil producers. You see how they're trying to show you that it's the United States at 18.61 million? Notice the date. See my cursor? Notice the date here. This is how CNN lies and brainwashes people every single day. And unless you're watching it all day long and looking for the signs, you'll never catch it. This is literally CNN trying to tell you that the gas prices are not Biden's fault. Let's go ahead and play the video again. Saudi Arabia, Russia, Canada, and China. A lot of misinformation going around. It's critical to understand that no one person or entity is in control of the price of gas. It's tethered to the price of oil, which is controlled by a variety of factors. The United States has been the world's top oil producer, topping Saudi Arabia, Russia. (laughs) We sure were. We sure were the top oil producer, weren't we? At one time. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, this is absolutely incredible. Um... Seems to me we've lost our camera. Get the producer in the room quick, please. Hold on one second, folks. Some technical difficulties here. Huh. Give me a minute, folks. Trying to figure it out. Eli, please come into the room. Camera out. Well, we've lost it. Yep. Hold on, folks. Give us a second here. Hold on. Don't understand where the technical difficulties are coming from. But it seems we have no camera. So, ladies and gentlemen, that might end up doing it for the show today. I don't know where the camera went out at. Give me a second here. All right, we got it back. We got it back. There it is. All right, so sorry about that technical difficulty. I know you guys kept hearing me for a minute. Um, Apologize for that. You're here. We got the camera back working again. Don't know what happened, but we're here now. So that is how you can tell that these people are liars constantly every single day of the week. And they will literally, folks, they will literally show you graphs and facts from Donald Trump's administration and try to play it as today. Oh, but that's not the only piece of fake news they try to push. Let's go to this next slide here. Look at this. This is, this is them trying to tell you that Biden is not responsible for the gas prices and that it's Putin's fault, okay? But look at this graph. I need the cursor here. Here we go. Here's the cursor. This is when Biden was sworn in as president. Look at the gas prices immediately in the in the four months following 
Look how high they jumped in just the four months following. And then, of course, look at this. They dipped down a little bit. Oh, and look, sharp, sharp uptick. And it keeps going up, and it keeps going up, and it keeps going up. And then Putin right here. Do you know what right here is? Here is when he released some oil. Here's when he released some of our reserves, and this is when Putin invaded Ukraine. So, folks, don't let anybody in the world tell you that Putin is responsible for these gas prices or that somebody else is responsible for these gas prices. We all already know this is when Biden was sworn in. This is when Putin invaded Ukraine, and it has nothing to do with one or the other. It's a complete lie. This is how these people get you every single day. Lies, lies, and more lies. So, you know who we got to give the Dumb Dumb Award of the day to? It's got to be to CNN, right? I think it's got to be to uh, to CNN. So let's go ahead and bring up the Dumb Dumb Award of the day. Here we go. Give it. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the day, CNN. You get caught. You get caught way too much. Trying to lie. And I don't know if the other news stations catch it, but we catch it every single day right here. Now, I want to leave you guys. I want to leave you with a smile on your face as usual. Because because we're hurting at the pump so much. And because so many people are starting to wake up every day and say, wait, maybe Trump was right. Maybe voting for Biden was wrong. You're seeing every day people stand up and say, you know what, I can't, I, I can't. I can't fake it anymore. Biden was wrong. Buyer's remorse, voter's remorse, whatever you want to call it. Well, there's a young rapper out of Texas, and he happens to be Hispanic. And he did a video uh, that I just found yesterday. And I want to play this video for you because it tells you exactly what he thinks, what he believes, and what people in his, uh, in his community believe as well. This is him saying, we need Donald Trump back. Hold on. Had all these Mexicans, all these Hispanics, including me, had us going around talking down on Donald Trump. And now that true colors played out, you know who got my vote and we need Donald Trump back in office ASAP. I remember when Donald Trump was running for president, had all these Mexicans, all these Hispanics, including me, had us going around talking down on Donald Trump. And now that true colors played out. You know who got my vote, and we need Donald Trump back in office ASAP. You know who's got my vote, and we need Donald Trump back in office ASAP. And that is a young Hispanic male. And I guarantee you the Hispanic vote and the black vote this time around, whether it be in the midterms or even in 2024, if we even have to wait that long, is going to be a massive red wave. A massive red wave. He is a Texas rapper that goes by the name of Jay. 175,000 J175K and he is a rapper out of Houston he's a young kid you know what you know how much you know how much he would love it if a bunch of 30 40 50 and 60 year olds like all of us reached out to him found him on social media and gave him some encouragement for standing up and being strong and being courageous in front of all the other young people who were brainwashed J175K that's JAY 175K All right, guys, that's going to do it for Live from America. I don't know if you've checked out the online store. Tons of new stuff on there. Tons of new Armor of God stuff. And remember, Mike is still fighting. The whole MyPillow team is still fighting. The MyPillow guy is fighting for our country. Isn't that weird? Make sure you continue to use the promo code LFA. Folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. 
So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I apologize for the technical difficulties we've been having lately, but we will get through them together and the show must go on. God bless you guys. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. If you haven't shared yet, please do. God bless and we'll see you later. Bye.